Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Welcome to the Feel Good Podcast with Kimberly Snyder. Our goal is to help you develop a lifestyle that promotes health, wholeness, and healing. Feeling good is about accepting who we are and living from a place of inner peace in our perfectly imperfect lives. Thursday is our community show where I cover a themed topic and answer four questions that come right here from members of our community, just like you. We are here to support you in living your most beautiful, inspired, and joyful life with a focus on health, wellness, meditation, and spirituality, and personal empowerment. I'm your host, Kimberly Snyder, founder of the Saluna Lifestyle Brand, New York Times bestselling author, and nutritionist. Now let's get started. Hi, beauties. Welcome back to our Thursday Q&A podcast, where we have a very special topic for you guys in supporting your life and feeling your very best. This is a topic that's very close to my heart because it has given me the framework to talk about beauty and health and wellness in a very um, pragmatic way with all the tools and strategies grouped into what we call the four cornerstones. And I have found, and this is based on my work with clients for years and years and years, um, this is something that we just started talking about in this framework of the four cornerstones, but this is actually the basis, this has been the basis of my work for over a decade. And again, the work that I've done with clients has never been um, just about food. It's really been about the whole lifestyle. So I'm really excited to get into it today with very practical questions that have come from the community about how we can live our best lives and feel our best and look our best through the four cornerstones, which I'll say right now are food, body, which includes exercise, sleep, taking care of our skin, digestion, supplements, everything that we do with our body besides eat, and then emotional well-being and spiritual growth. And when we work on all four cornerstones, we really do achieve our highest levels of wellness and beauty and energy. And um, this has really, truly been my experience for myself, with my clients, with so many people I've worked with. So I'm really excited to get into it today. Before we do, I just want to give a quick reminder to please leave us a review on iTunes. I know sometimes we put things off. I do. I'm sort of the person that may not text back within a day or so. Sometimes I'm like the texter that takes a few days. I'm the person that, you know, a little slow with email. So maybe you've heard me say this before, but sometimes we just need that little kick in the butt. It's a request right from my heart because it's free and it's easy. So it's not a huge ask. It will take you a moment or two, but it really helps other beauties find the show that could really benefit from this as well. It's a wonderful way to share. It's a wonderful way to support what we're doing here. So please go over on iTunes and just leave us a review. And I also want to give you a little reminder for yourself to remember to subscribe. That way you don't miss any interviews, you don't miss any um, information, any Q&A podcasts. There could be a nugget waiting for you that could really shift things positively in your life. And besides that, I'm a huge, I'm a huge believer in regularity and lifestyle and um, just really living the life. 
And the podcast is a way to keep you tuned in to the energy, to keep you tuned into this lifestyle, to keep you motivated. We are all friends here, so you can feel that Kay and I are your friends that are with you, holding your hand on this journey together. And a lot of the questions are ones that we all share. And if you know something, it could be you know extra motivation, extra reinforcement. If you don't know something, you could learn a lot that could help you. So please subscribe. It is just a great thing to do for yourself. So all that being said, we have our amazing Caitlin, who has been with me on the show since the beginning. So excited to have you, my love. She's part of our Saluna team. She's actually your general manager. She runs the show and she's amazing. So Kay, hello, love, all the way in New York. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Super happy to spend some of my time doing the podcast today. Uh Out of all the things I do, it's still on my top faves because it's community-based. And from when I got to meet some of the beauties in the in-person events, that always sticks with my heart. Of We we live in such a digital world. So when we get to actually be face-to-face or do the podcast, I feel like we're touching people in a different way. And I really enjoy it. So pleasure to be here with you. Yay! (laughs) All right, beauties, let's get into the four cornerstones, Kay. I think that this framework, as I mentioned, Mm -hmm. is not vague. It's very practical. It's very pragmatic and it's very useful. So let's get right into it. I'd love to hear what the beauties are wondering. Yes. So Stacy from Lewiston, Idaho is asking, does what we eat really affect our mood. How do I know the difference between being provoked, which may cause a mood change, or if it's the food I'm eating? So Stacy, this is a really great question. Thank you for setting this up. Uh, food is our first cornerstone. Food is fundamental. Food is um, something we all have to do. We all have to eat. For a lot of us, because it's tangible and we pick it up and we see it and we have to eat every day, it's the beginning of the journey wellness journey for most all of us. Food is, first of all, let's just take a step back so I can go really quantum physics here, but everything is energy. Everything is a frequency, everything. The things that we think are solid, like the chair you may be sitting in or the car you may be driving in right now or the table, everything is still has a movement to it. Everything has spinning electrons. Our bodies have this aliveness. And I have been talking about for years not to reduce food down to just numbers. When we look at numbers, it's very finite. It's just like limiting ourselves to how much we weigh. We're so much more than that. And food is so much more than numbers. And when we start to understand that every food has an energy to it, we start to understand how deeply food does affect our mood because everything's energy. So the food that we're putting in is going to affect us. This is something that Ayurvedic medicine has been talking about for over 5,000 years. Uh, Ayurvedic medicine talks about the gunas, the qualities of what we're eating. And so let's just talk about that for a moment. Foods that are very active um, can be uh, considered rajastic. They create more activity. So if we overeat those foods, we can start to, our moods are affected. We can start to feel more stressed, more anxious. Um, for instance, uh, onions and garlic are considered very active food, very rajastic. This is one of the reasons that I personally don't cook with onions and garlic anymore. I may eat them in restaurants. I'm not militant about it, but 
I found that since cutting them out, because I live in an urban environment, because I'm dealing with traffic and everyday, you know, issues and time crunches, things like that, I don't need that extra rajasticness in my life. So that's just one example. Uh, Tomasic means decaying matter, um, things that can bring us down towards slothfulness. So if you look at, for instance, eating a meat, the second an animal's killed, it starts to decay and it starts to decompose. So even though there's very popular diets out there like paleo and keto and different you know, iterations of Atkins, which are high animal protein, which talk about leanness and being thin, it doesn't take into account the quality and the energy and the way this affects our moods. So if we're eating matter that's decaying, decomposing, you know, again, Ayurvedic medicine, these older medicinal systems will say that's going to make us feel more slothful. That's actually from an energetic standpoint is taking down our vitality. And that's the reason that all all uh, yogic teachers pretty much have talked about vegetarianism, just boosting our energy overall. And then finally, there's sattvic foods, which are considered very balancing and create a, a level of equanimity and power and peace and joy. And those are the foods that we focus on here at Saluna slash Beauty Detox, whole foods like, you know, dark leafy greens and fresh food, fruit and seeds and nuts and legumes and whole grains like sprouted brown rice and quinoa and the food, pretty much all the foods that we talk about here are sattvic foods. And we know since in our four cornerstone framework, everything affects everything else. We can say for sure that foods affect our emotions, just like emotions being stressed and anxious when we eat affect our food. They can create food cravings. They can, even if we're eating perfectly healthy food, uh, when we're upset, when we're eating it adversely affects our digestion, so on and so forth. So I will say that, you know, sometimes things happen in life, there's upsetting events, or, you know, we get triggered or react to something, of course, that's going to change our mood. But I will say with confidence that food in general is definitely going to affect our mood. And this is why we talk about emphasizing the morning practice so much, because when we start on an up and we're putting really good food into our body, hot water with lemon, GGS, that's going to put us on an up. And the chances of us having a better day and being in a better mood are much higher when we're supporting it with food. So it's not the end all be all. It's not the only thing that affects our mood. But since everything is energy and choosing more whole, unprocessed, natural foods supports our wholeness, our naturalness, our natural state of peace and joy overall. Food definitely affects my mood. <laughs> For sure. Uh, there's those days when I'll eat a whole chocolate bar because I'm stressed and I'm like, oh, I haven't eaten lunch. I didn't even make my smoothie yet. Where talks about where, where you're talking about having a routine that's 100%. If you can stick to the routine helps your day. Um, mm -hmm. uh, what do you think about journaling, Kay? Like with people feeling like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm being provoked, like maybe somebody bothered you or if it's the food you're sure. eating. Sure, exactly. Okay, thank you. Um, sometimes a, a record is really helpful. So I'm a big journaler. I know you are, Kay. Just noticing what you ate, what happened that day, what patterns. I think um, also noticing how you feel after eating certain foods. Onions mm. and garlic are super healthy on the you know purely physical nutrient level. There's you know, quercetin and vitamin E and all these great compounds and great things about onions and garlic. But I started to notice when I ate them, I would feel more fiery. 
And so oh. taking a record of that, I think, can also be really helpful because then we can start to look at patterns and notice, you know, just ways to better take care of our own body. Certain foods, you know, and, and if you're um, you're listening to this and you're like, well, onions and garlic don't really do that to me, that may be the case. You may not have as much natural pitta in your constitution the way I do. So you may benefit from the onions and the garlic, you know, but we all we all have different bodies. So I think that's a great point to make, Kay, is to just really dial in for you and to pay attention and to keep a journal is a great way to have a record. Awesome. Okay, guys, let's see what Amber from Santa Cruz, California is thinking. She asks, if we are a work in progress, at what point do we know if we've hit a plateau or I'm at the weight I need to be at? I'm still not happy with my body, but my doctor tells me I'm in a healthy weight range. So this is such an amazing question, Amber. I think that um, this really, really plays into our four cornerstone conversation. So imagine, if you will, four cornerstones. We're talking about a square shape. And what happens is if we don't nourish one aspect or two aspects, um, imagine these cornerstones start to feel dark. It means the light shines really intensely on one. It means we can get over obsessed with one aspect. In this case, being obsessed or putting an overemphasis on your body. And it always means that, you know, when we were really into our bodies, uh, which is where I was for many years um, when I had eating disorders and, you know, was bulimorexic in high school, I wasn't balanced emotionally. I wasn't tuning into myself spiritually. I was very disconnected from the inner quality of my life and my feelings. And so in turn, I overemphasized my body. So at this point, if you are in a healthy weight range and it's like never enough, never enough, never enough, it's because we need to take some of that attention away from your body and land it in the other cornerstones. If we're just obsessed with our body, I'm telling you, honey, it's never going to be enough. There's always going to be another thing you're going to pick on. You're going to want to lose more weight. You're going to be more toned. You want more muscle. You want more this or that. There's always going to be something. And so it's this never ending battle where you're never going to really win. And so here, my love, I would say to look at where else in your life you actually need to put some of that um, beautiful, amazing energy. It could be, you know, the journaling, working out the emotional aspect, which is something we talk about in our Saluna circle a lot. It could be spending more time um, with mind, mindfulness and, and stillness or being in a more supportive community, um, having more time with friends and more time in nature. But I promise you that if you look at that, honestly, you may probably find, I can't promise it, but I would say I'm pretty sure that it's really not your body that's the issue. Um, it's not that you need to be a better weight. Um, in fact, I would encourage you to get out of the numbers. When I threw out my scale, I actually got thinner because I wasn't so rigidly obsessed with looking at that number every day. My body just started to open up and let go and my digestion got better. My bloating went down. I think scales and every time you go in your bathroom, you see it super, super stressful. Don't you agree, Kay? Like you're always thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. And I was just, you know, I threw it out and I was like, well, how do I look in my clothes? How do I feel in my clothes? How do we feel? How do I feel today? What are my energy levels? Do I feel strong? Do I feel good? Um, things like doing my walk in the morning make me feel really good. I feel good in my body. I feel like I've worked myself out a bit. I don't feel stagnant. 
So it's like really looking at your lifestyle, uh, maybe taking some extra time, like I said, to journal, to process uh, the emotional well-being is something we talk about in the Perfectly Imperfect book, uh, the circle, the community. We have a lot of tools and strategies that we are providing now for this because I have seen so much um, struggle and strife and discomfort and suffering because we're just thinking about food and exercise and body where the emotional and the spiritual part, whew, we put do a little work there, our bodies will open up and we will feel so much more empowered and strong and good, which is the point of this. You know, <laughs> wellness isn't just the surface. I've worked with a lot of people that are empirically beautiful and have beautiful features and beautiful body and a great weight, but they're not happy. And if we're not um, connected, if we're not joyful, if we don't feel a brightness, if we don't feel peaceful in our bodies, then we're not really well. And we can get there. I think that's our birthright. It's not, it's not dependent on how successful we are, how much money we make, how we look outside. It comes from our inner connection. And that's the exciting part is you don't have to wait until you have a hot boyfriend or a good job or you get to a certain weight. You can have it now. We can work on it now. It's this whole, you know, love, serve, remember that Ram Dass is talking about. You know, mm. Yogananda, the great masters. Remember who you are. Remember your spirit. Remember this power that you have. And then, sure, we may want to fine-tune our body and get more toned in this and this, but it's not our end-all be-all. It's not our, you know, self-esteem isn't hinging on how we look, which is super stressful. It's really about um, nurturing all the four cornerstones to feel, to feel our best. Well, thank you for that reminder around it. I think we all need the reminder that we're not a number and not to define ourselves by external things. I think that's really important, especially around body. Being women, we have all this pressure about how, how to look or how we think we're quote unquote should look. So I think that, that was beautifully said and a great representation of the, the second cornerstone and kind of tr will transition us when we get back from our little break into our third and fourth cornerstones. Do you want to know a little insider secret? One of the best ways to support your skin, boost your energy, and improve your immunity is by improving your digestive health. This is why I work so hard to create my feel-good SBO probiotics. Simply day two in the morning and will be the staple of your whole wellness routine. My feel-good SBO probiotics are not like any other probiotic on the market. This formula most closely reflects what would be found in nature and how our ancestors obtained probiotics by eating a small amount of soil found on wild or unwashed organic food that contains beneficial bacterium. This formula contains prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics to support colonization, and it contains turkey tail, chaga, and chilajit, which boosts immunity and supports healthy bacterial colonization. It has the best clinically researched strains in the proper ratios and harmony, and that's what really counts. That's where you're going to get the real impact on your body. Try them risk-free today. Use the code FEELGOODINSIDE to get 10% off your first list price order at mysaluna.com. That's FEELGOODINSIDE for 10% off your first list price order today at mysaluna.com.
Are you tired of wasting money on skincare without getting results? I was. And that's why I created a non-toxic, high-performance skincare line. You will get the very best results if you use all of the Saluna products together as a system. The Saluna Feel Good Skincare contains synergistic and complementary ingredients, including a soothing cleanser designed to calm inflammation from pollution that can aid your skin, an ultimate skin moisturizer which prevents wrinkles with a botanical alternative to retinol, as well as algae extract, argan oil, and plant stem cells, a high-performance vitamin C serum that radically brightens and firms your skin, and a collagen-boosting eye cream that smooths skin and reduces puffiness. As a special offer for our podcast listeners, we are offering 10% off using code LOVEMYSKIN on mysaluna.com. So check it out now. That's 10% off using code LOVEMYSKIN at mysaluna.com. All right, beauties, we are back from our break, and we are here to talk about our four cornerstone lifestyle, which is really um, powerful because it helps us look deeply at our own lives. This is so individual. This is really unique to you. And I've done it for myself, and I can say, oh, okay, if I'm getting really stressed or you know trying to hyper control my food, where am I not? Where <laughs> am I not really nurturing myself? It's sort of like projecting out. Like if we get really angry, we're blaming a lot. We find ourselves having a lot of drama in our relationships. There's something else going on within us, and so this is empowering work. This to me, this is a very empowering way. If you of looking at wellness, if you are frustrated, if you are like, I'm doing all this stuff and I'm still not getting the results, this framework will support you in getting what you want, in helping you feel your best. And yes, look your best. So I'm excited, Kay. Let's hear the last two questions from our beauties and for our beauties. Yes. So Joyce from Newport, Rhode Island. I find it difficult to make time to meditate. How much does this really help with things? It just doesn't really seem worth it right now. Joyce, thank you so much for your question. I love this question because it brings up a very important point. When you say, how much does it really help with things? Um, it doesn't seem worth it. I know that it's easy to fall into that boat because you don't see the effects as easily, perhaps as, you know, something you pick up or, you know, the, the way that your body shape looks or the way that the food looks and the colors from the food it's internal. And we have been trained as a society. Uh, we live in a very visual world with images and just so much is external that this is such a different message that we've been taught all along. So when you say, what does it really help? Is it worth it? Um, yes. And yes, um, <laughs> I will say it helps with everything. It makes everything function better because meditation is the time where we actually go inward and we connect with our own essence. We connect with spirit. We connect with our ourselves. We connect with, you know, creator, whatever word you want to use, um, you know, God, the universe, the wholeness inside of us. It's essential. If we don't take the time to meditate, we will grow in anxiety and stress in comparison, in competition, um, in being swayed by things that we see in the media or social media. We may not sleep as well. We may have more drama because we're like little tiny little toy boats being tossed in the ocean. 
to me, meditation is like uh, anybody that's out there that's um, listed as been a scuba diver. It's like when you take the valve, you know, you press the button on the, the valve, you let the air out of your vest and you go down into the deeper water where you're not tossed about as much on the surface. I started meditating about a decade, you know, 12 years ago. Um, I still do the same type of meditation. It's called Kriya Yoga. It's taught by the Self-Realization Fellowship and Paramahansa Yogananda's work. When I started, I asked the same questions, Joyce. I was like, eh, I could spend this extra time in the morning getting ahead, making my meals or doing emails, or I could sit here and it doesn't really feel like it's doing anything. And I'm just thinking the whole time anyway, like this is BS. This is a total waste of time. <laughs> and now I can say that, wow, it's a practice. Uh, my meditations used to be, you know, super thought filled, but I stuck with it. And I take that time every morning. I really do meditate every morning. I really do meditate every night. Sometimes it's shorter. Sometimes it's longer. But what it's given me, it's given me my life back. It's given me my connection with myself. It's made me more connected to knowing um, what I need to eat. It's made me more connected to feeling when I'm off. When I am being triggered, it pulls me back. I can notice my breath more. I noticed when I'm more in the story, when I'm working from a place of trauma and things that have happened in my childhood versus being really present. Um, it's helped me sleep better. It's helped my digestion. It's helped my body work better. It's the only time, it's the only real practice where we turn the head, the searchlights out Imagine the headlights of your car going out, 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 looking around, always gathering information from outside stimuli to going in. And there's a peace and there's a joy and there's a connection and there's a power and there's a connection with your true beauty when you go in. So I just want to say to Joyce and all you beauties, it's not easy. It's simple, but not easy. We need to really work on our meditation. We need to carve out time for it. And even though we may feel like, oh, it's taking time away from cooking or time with my kids or time for this or that, I promise you it's worth it. I promise you it is the best use of your time. We have free meditations for you um, over on the MySaluna website. You know, there's all sorts of forms of meditation. I highly recommend following some kind of lead meditation, some kind of technique. If you don't really know to meditate, how to meditate and you just sit there and you're breathing and the thoughts come in, you're not taking the most advantage of this time. You may not feel as directed. You may feel like you're wasting your time. So please find some sort of technique that works for you, that you resonate with, that feels good and do it. And just take the time. It, it's like brushing your teeth. It could be five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. But it will affect everything. It will help you feel so much more empowered and connected. And I cannot say enough about meditation. Even though you feel like your meditations suck right now and <laughs> you're thinking and it's just like, ah, stick with it and it will get better and better. And that I wholeheartedly promise you and from one, personal experience. <laughs> yeah. And an insider tip. Kimberly's given me, maybe you can elaborate on a little bit, is just when you're getting started, it's okay that it's not sitting there for 20 minutes or 15 minutes. I know you always tell me just even sit for a couple of moments and that's more beneficial than not doing it at all, right? For sure. Even if it's one minute and you get up and you sit up in your bed and you sit on your pillow and you breathe in and out through your nose and you relax your shoulders and then you put your hands together in prayer and you say three things you're grateful for before you start the day. That is the beginning of your practice. Put your alarm on one minute. 
try it. Um, just make it part of your life. And I promise you'll start to see major benefits from starting your day um, energetically channeling um, into your body. We talk a lot about authenticity. We talk about, about feeling good, like feeling yourself. And it's really hard to do that if the beginning of your day is stress and Instagram and, you know, work emails and all this stuff and you're pulled outward. You know, even when Bubby is up, sometimes he gets up before me, I'll literally hide in the bathroom and just set him up with some toys and say, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom and I'll do it for a moment or two <laughs> to recenter myself. And at the end of the day, you are the shelter for yourself. You are the one that can really foster that joy and peace. We cannot rely on outside things. You cannot rely on your best friend or your husband even, or, you know, can't put that on other people to make you happy. It comes from you. And so the meditation for me is stripping away anything and everything other than the breath and the connection with, with life and um, myself. Mm. And when you have that reliance, you, your confidence will grow. Your, your deep, deep strength will grow because that connection that will give you that, you know, that oof, that depth and that power. Yeah. Well, thank you for elaborating on that. Cause I know sometimes people think it feels daunting. So that was just a nice positive to add there before mm-hmm. we move on to Bethany's question and Bethany's living in Sarasota, Florida. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> yes, yes. Lovely down there. She's saying, I don't even know where to begin when it comes to the spiritual side of my life. I'm not active in my church, and I wonder if it's possible to grow spiritually without being part of a church or organization. Bethany, thank you so much for your question. Our fourth Selena cornerstone is spiritual growth. And I do think this requires a little bit of uh, explanation here, because for a lot of us, spirituality may be connected or we, we feel that it has to be tied to, uh, you know, a formal religious organization or a church, as Bethany's talking about. What we're talking about with spiritual growth is connection to our spirit, the inner part of us, the perfect part of the perfectly imperfect, our uniqueness, our life force, our prana, our soul, our spirit. That doesn't require uh, formal formality. It doesn't require having to go out of your house. Organizations and churches can be very helpful, a community aspect, you know, something that uh, some of us gravitate towards and some of us don't. So for me, fostering the spiritual growth, the, the wisdom really just means spending time in that stillness with yourself. Um, I think a practice is important. It doesn't have to be religious, but what we were just talking about with Joyce's question, having a regularity to your meditation is critical. Just like we have regularity with drinking hot water with lemon or trying to go to bed at a certain time or taking digestive enzymes before you eat. These are practices that start to add up. And so making time to be with yourself, to be in nature, to breathe, Whatever your practices are for going inward, the the through line with spiritual growth is um, introspection. So there's many different aspects. There's reading um, spiritual books, uh, journaling, meditating, breathing, being in nature, you know, just spending time with yourself, anything where we're not going outward, uh, media, images, uh, you know, anything that just takes us out, out, out. This is about in, in, in. 
Because if we're out, 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 we don't really know ourselves. We don't really connect with our spirit. And then we're very susceptible to picking on ourselves and body shame, which, you know, as someone that has had a lot of body shame and perfectionism, it's miserable. It sucks. Every day feels like a drag because we're just picking on ourselves all day. In contrast, spiritual growth is, you know, what practices am I doing to nurture my relationship with myself? And it, it should start to feel really good because our uh, ability to, you know, we were just speaking about our ability to feel joyful and peaceful comes from inside of us. And it feels very powerful to generate that. So breathing, again, we have all these free uh, meditations and, and breathing practices and things that you can start to, you know, cultivate in yourself. It may be as simple as going out in your lawn. You know, Bethany, you're great. You know, you're very lucky. You live in Sarasota. You live in Florida. You could go out in your grass and just listen to the birds and breathe for a moment or two. To me, anytime we're connecting to stillness, we're growing spiritually. We're growing in our connection. It doesn't have to be formal. There's no dogma and religion that isn't part of this. It really is just connecting inward. And that could take on many different forms. Yeah, thank you for clarifying that. Because sometimes there is the misconception that it does have to be organized or religious and people don't exactly know what it means. So I think it's important that we took a few minutes to break that down and what we mean here at Saluna when we talk about spiritual growth. Exactly. So it all goes back to the perfectly imperfect. Um, when we're trying to grasp for, for perfection in the outer world, our grades, which is where it started for me, our weight, which is also where it started for me. Um, you know, all this outside stuff. Nowadays, it could be, oh, well, does my life look good on Instagram? Do I, you know, tick all the boxes? Do I belong to this uh, country club? Do my kids go to this school? Does my life look perfect, 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 perfect? <laughs> that is the epitome of stress. That is the losing battle. There's the perfect part inside. And I think once we recognize that we love, we, we fall in love with our imperfections and our messy, imperfect life. Um, you know, for me, I was, we were speaking about last week, Kay, our perfectly imperfect love lives, love life, lives mm -hmm. for both of us. And just like the ups and downs in the journey. And I used to feel ashamed and like, oh, I'm divorced. Um, you know, there's been imperfection and blah, 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 blah. And people judge me and. You know, even in the in my mother's in the Philippines, I'm half Filipina. Divorce is illegal in the Philippines. Um, so like in my family, there's been levels of judgment and things like that, like relatives, you know, I'm speaking about but when I own when I, when I connect with myself and I know I'm a good person, I know my essence, I know I've made mistakes, I know, but I'm on journey and I'm I'm trying and I'm learning and I'm growing all the time. When we connect to that essence and that truth inside of us. The imperfect part of our lives, you know, the messiness on the outside isn't so serious. Hmm. It doesn't define us. So spiritual growth is important. It fits into our cornerstones because when we connect to that, it affects our bodies. It affects our hormones. It isn't as stressful. Our adrenal system can start to regulate ourselves, our sympathetic nervous system. Um, there's a better quality to uh, our um, balanced levels of cortisol and stress hormones. And guess what? Our hair will grow better and we'll have more energy because our energy isn't depleted in all these patterns of beating ourselves up in shame. So this really uh, doesn't just, it feels good. We feel strong. We're more confident when we show up in the world. 
but actually it affects our bodies, as I just said. It affects our food. We will have less food cravings. We're not putting all this unprocessed uh, perfectionism and anger and shame into like trying to feel good from sugar or ice cream or whatever it is. Mm. Um, so everything does affect everything else. And the spiritual connection with ourself is a, such a huge foundational part of true wellness and truly nourishing yourself, truly connecting to your light and your beauty, which nobody can take away from you. And guess what? You can't take it away from yourself. It's always there. It's just about this process of unraveling to connect with it. That strength, that beauty is already inside of you. It's always been there, by the way. It's just that we lose sight of it because we're always looking outward and trying to pile on more and dress it up and acquire more. But actually, it's the undoing um, that will bring us more in connection with ourselves and realizing that power that stems from us and us alone. Okay. I was just sitting here smiling, listening to you talk about the four cornerstones <laughs> and the fact that we can bring this out to the community. It's so valuable. We really hope that you guys on today's show really connected with some of the elements we're talking about, but it really does just bring that joy into your life when you start to tap into these four areas. So I just want to Thank you again, Kay, for taking the time to talk about it. And of course, before we let you go, we did just want to pick your brain a little bit more today and see if you had a quote of the week for us. I did, Kay. When I was thinking about our topic, um, I couldn't help but think about <laughs> uh, the latest book, which is called Recipes for Your Perfectly Imperfect Life. My favorite page, and by the way, I um, I wrote this book in the midst of the messiest part of my life when I was, you know, my mom had passed away and I was going through a breakup and it was very messy and I hit rock bottom. So my favorite page of this book is on page 72. It's called The Real Source of Your Worth. And I had to go through all this to find it in myself. And you don't have to go through this big life crisis. Um, we're all here to share with each other, but I wanted to share from this page today because I think it's so relevant to what we're talking about today. This is um, on page 72. As I write, you keep moving forward by realizing there is something inside of you that can give you energy and direction when you don't think you have any. Remember, there is nothing wrong with doing Nothing wrong with accomplishing grand goals or even trying to have it all. But no matter what you do or don't do, you are already fully worthy, fully enough, fully beautiful. The doing part of life, the losing weight, the this and that, it's never ending, the doing, doing, doing. So just remember that we can work on ourselves. We can work on our bodies. We can work to eat better, all that. But underneath it all, as I just said, you are already enough and you are already beautiful and it's inside of you and it doesn't have to do with the surface stuff. It has to do with the fact that you exist and you're alive and your spirit, there's no soul. You are anything. No one else is like you. You are unto yourself a unique beauty. And so that's just a little reminder. And the way that these four cornerstones are set up is to support you in that realization and to support you in feeling your best. So thank you so much for tuning in. We have so much to support you in all of this. It doesn't mean that 
we're not, you know, we're always going to talk about food and recipes and practical everyday life and, you know, how we can tune in and tweak things and, and have great skincare and take care of our hair and all this stuff. It's all part of the whole. Everything is part of the whole. Uh, we're just emphasizing that it's not just one aspect, it's not the surface. It's really nourishing ourselves and looking at our own wholeness and connecting with that. That's where it's at. So we love you. We're here to support you in every area, every cornerstone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, thank you, Kay, for gathering the questions. Remember, if you have anything you're wondering about in any aspect of your life, uh, to go over to mysaluna.com in the podcast tab, and you can ask your questions there. We're always listening. We love to hear from you. Um, and we have all the offerings on there as well. So check it out. We love you again. I can't say it enough. We are so grateful for this community and we are building it together. We will be back here Monday for our next interview podcast. Till then, take great care of yourself. Take a little peek at your own life and what cornerstone you may need to give yourself a little love in. And we'll be back here with you in just a few days. Lots of love and see you soon.